Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? Welcome to Fireside. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. You either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there Ninjas! So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. Mushko. Man, can I kick it? Yes, he can. He kicks it well, too. He's, he's a pretty. Should see my legs. A, that foot right hmm. there is a golden foot. Those, uh, those, those, those pearl toes he has. And then there's Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on? What's going yeah. on? What's going on? Yeah. going is Pearl Toes. Pearl Toes. Pearl Toes. Pearl. That's, your, that's your new name. You got, you got the golden foot and the Pearl Toes. Because <laughs> wow, you whack. kick it. And you kick it well. <laughs> <laughs> your, your outfit, whack. Your hair, whack. No? That, am I dating myself for that viral video? Okay. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> You guys have never seen that? I have. Just, just, uh, you're dating yourself. It's one of the greatest, one of the greatest viral videos ever. His smile, whack. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the uh, Friday show, and we're gonna talk about some news because uh, you can't help the post-credit scene of this movie is probably wow. the biggest news. <laughs> That's ever. all we need to talk about. You're, it you're really skipping is. Right to it. Well, okay. So, spoiler alert, and Ma- Mauer's not here because he can't run out of theater to see the movie <laughs> and refuses to see it with other people. So that's why Mauer's not here. Uh, as, money far, bag. as far as the rest of us, we all did it like everyone normally goes. We just went to a theater and sat there with our little masks <laughs> and watched the movie. No, um, no, no masks. But spoiler alert, well, most theaters you have to wear them in, but okay. No, my, AMC you don't. My AMC did, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> the AMC right. down the street from my house that I always go to. Yeah, you did. But whatever. Um... So yeah, this is going to be a spoiler review. As your warning right now, if you haven't seen Venom, this is going to get spoilery. I guess we can give it. Well, we already did it on the last show. If you want our, if you want our non-spoiler thoughts, go listen to the last show because uh, this one, there's no, there's no way to talk about this movie in a positive light without spoiling something. It's impossible. You can't give an actual because otherwise, here, watch this. Here's here's the non-spoiler review. Uh, Moshko, what'd you think? It was all right. There you go. And then Baby Huey, what'd you think? Eh. Uh, yeah. Eh. 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 It's not quite. Eh. It's not quite meh. It's meh. Is it whack? <laughs> eh. <laughs> it's it's fun, quote unquote. <laughs> it's fun. Is it wiggity yeah. whack? It's it's wiggity wiggity whack. Yes. Um. So yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's spoiler review time. Let's round robin like we always do, and 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 give your give your honest thoughts uh, before we spend the vast majority of this talking about the end credit scene that completely overshadowed this entire movie. Uh, so, Mr. Huey, let's start with you. Would Ooh. you, uh, I know, because you're, you're, you're going to bash it and it's going to be quick. <laughs> so what did you think? I was bored the entire movie. Uh, I re- I, until, until the end. It was, it was painful just to get to the end Ooh. for me. Wow. That was, and, and I, I had really... 
I think the I, I finally came to the conclusion because Venom is one of my favorite Marvel characters. Okay, Marvel villains. And Venom being a joke, basically, is what upsets me. Okay, Carnage? I loved Carnage in the movie. Like, oh, the, like, like in, the, in the third act, Carnage was a badass, okay? But other than that, I, I have nothing else to say about it. All right, Mashko, give me your <laughs> ones and twos. Uh, ones and twos. So number one, I had zero... Well, I mean, I've told you guys before, like I, I try to walk into a theater or watch anything with zero expectations. So then the end result is, eh, it was okay. It was fine. You know, that's again, how I felt when I walked out of there. I, on the, see, I thought Carnage was <laughs> whack <laughs> and, and I enjoyed Venom being funny. <laughs> so I, I have no real attachment to Venom or Carnage or, you know, a, Really, Spider-Man. I don't really have an attachment to Spider-Man. So for me, it was just like, well, you know, I'll go see it. I'll check it out. I, I, you know, enjoyed the first Venom. I enjoyed the Sony Spider-Man stuff. It, I can't sit down and just, you know, overly critique this just because I'm not invested in the characters. Oh, I can. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I can. Because <laughs> Venom and Carnage mean a whole lot to me. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man by far, I mean, I grew up on Spider-Man. Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles, hands down, the my favorite characters. And then Deadpool at a, at a far third uh, from, from those two. And then and Venom and Carnage was the era, especially the Carnage era, was the era that I really got into comics. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the original Carnage run was the first. Like, I remember, remember the issue that's green that has just their faces on it? I forget which one it is, but it just has Spider-Man, and it's like Spider-Man at the bottom, and then Venom and Carnage at the top, and it's a green book. Anyway, I used to have that thing wrapped up in my back pocket like you'd see out of, like, a, like, a, like an old, like, a... Oh, I can't think of it. Opie, like Opie. Who was Opie? I've got the perfect one. Like Biff in Back to the Future. Yes, hundred percent. The Almanac. Hundred percent. I used to carry that book all the time with me. Uh, I because I loved Carnage. I loved and Venom was great, but Carnage really brought me in because the the, the madness of the Joker with the Venom symbiote is just too good to to pass up on. Especially those chaotic kind of villains, are, I think, are the scariest. Like to me, one of the best horror movies. Not even I should say the best horror movies, but one of the best lines in a horror movie. Did you ever see The Strangers? You see that movie? I know of the, the Stranger, but so the strangers, I, know, I haven't seen the Stranger. Without spoiling, but so much, the Strangers is just a group of people who who terrorize a a house. And in one scene, one of the victims is saying, "Why are you doing this?" And the best answer was, "Well, you were home." That's it. That's scary as hell to me. Like mm-hmm. when there's it just indiscriminately just a killer. And the fact that they tried to make Carnage or Cletus Cassidy relatable really killed that character to me. The fact that they wanted to make him empathetic in any which way was a mistake. I mean, the Joker movie was able to pull it off because the Joker movie centered around the Joker in a completely different way of telling that story. You couldn't take like Mark Hamill's Joker and make him as relatable as we saw with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, right? You, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Uh, Carnage, on the other hand, I don't think works at all any which way you try to make him relatable, and that, to me, ruined his character. His character being all about love was mm-hmm. very weird. It was a weird decision. The fact that he was, like, there was this whole he's not truly bonded with the symbiote plot line, really dumb, because that's the whole, it's the, the hallmark of Carnage, is the fact that it lives in his bloodstream and they are connected in a way that most don't understand. 
the whole reason why he says I and not we. It's a it's a dramatic part of his character that it is literally a part of his bloodstream. It is they are one. Where this one, because because Shriek hurt Carnage, all of a sudden Cletus is like, don't hurt her. Cletus, Cletus Cassidy would de- would decapitate her without a thought. Like, that's the whole point of Cletus Cassidy. There shouldn't have been this whole relatable side to him I just thought was, was bizarre. Mm-hmm. And going to Huey's point, the buddy cop concept for, for Venom, I see why it works. And I understand why Sony did it. Because it makes sense. They, you know, it's... You can't have, they want Spider-Man and they didn't have Spider-Man. So they turned Venom as close to Spider-Man as they could while still trying to appease Venom fans by making him look good. He looks good, right? They, you, we would, we would argue, we, we can't argue that they don't look good, right? We would agree that the design and everything is cool besides not mm-hmm. having the, right? So right. the look is there, but the actual character doesn't feel there. And to me, this movie just reminds me of Wasted Potential because mm-hmm. if it was a hard R horror movie of two alien monsters fighting each other indiscriminately killing people would have been incredible but instead it's pg-13 so venom who's known for blades and weapons and slicing people up is also smashing people through walls like this big brute and it's like what what is it what they contradict themselves in the movie with carnage when they were like you know they're not they're not truly bonded even though he's able to like remove his stomach to allow bullets to pass through him and he could jump and become like a sludge as he jumps. That's Cletus in the body being transformed. How are you going to say that they're not bonded because Shriek <laughs> of all characters? It's it, Well, I mean, he did he was dating Shriek at one point in the comics. Sure, but, but I mean, he didn't but but even in the comics he did not care about her. She cared about him. He referred to her as his wife, as the mother of the of the uh, like doppelganger and stuff during the mm-hmm. Maximum Carnage. And they were an item, but they weren't like an item. It was more Shriek <laughs> than it was Carnage. Carnage just okay, it worked. They were there. <laughs> like something if, I wasn't aware of, and and this is the probably the reason why this movie is the way it is. I didn't know Tom Hardy was a co-writer on this until like you know a day or two after I saw the movie. I mean that is obviously a, a you know a problem you didn't have an actual writer who may have written you know venom or carnage in the past helping with the script well it's it's the script you can tell was modeled after spider-man 2 mm-hmm. spider-man 2 the like the toby Maguire spider-man 2 i was thinking as far the exact as same major thing. beat points it's very similar to the major beat points of spider-man 2 about the loses power loses the symbiote you're right Yep, and the fact that the villain is is motivated by love and the loss, uh, it's in, in general the movie. It's it's pretty wild if you look at them side by side. As far as like, there's a lot of let me let me re- rephrase this. There are a lot of differences between those two movies, but the major beats of those movies are pretty much the same in pacing in general. It, to me, it just felt very much like both Tom Hardy and Andy Serkis were big Spider-Man Two fans, or just wanted people to think Spider-Man Two when watching this movie. Possibly. And it just, I don't know. It just didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it grabbed. I mean, it, the first movie never felt like it grabbed Venom correctly, but they mm-hmm. wanted to make Venom more likable and less of a villain because there's no reason for him to be a villain. So of course he's going to be goofy. You know what I mean? Like he he has no choice but to be. He doesn't have a hatred for Peter Parker that drives his every motivation. Mm-hmm. So of course he's gonna he's not going to be the same as the Venom that we're used to. But Carnage, you could have kept the same. Carnage had no reason to be different. Uh, and Carnage was looked great, but was just felt like a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said on uh, Wednesday, and 
I don't know if you you heard this yet, Huey, but what completely took me out of this was the fact that Woody Harrelson is playing a character that is 20 years younger than what Woody Harrelson is. And it, for whatever it, sometimes that doesn't matter to me. Some like in like the, you know, the younger, uh, like, you know, romantic comedies or, you know, the raunchy teen comedies of the late nineties, early two thousands. Like, you know, these people are way older than, you know, the 17 years old that they're playing. This, I, I just, it, it didn't hold. So I'm like, come, you know, doing the math with the, I think it was 1996. Um, he was like leaving the one school or something like that. I, I, don't exactly Raven, recall. Raven, Raven, or he was, uh, was it Ravencroft or was it the, the yeah, actual, yeah. the orphanage? The orphanage he's talking about. The orphanage burned, the one that burned down. That right, one? right. Yeah. yeah, and it, it you know, the some somewhere along the line we found out he was like 18 or nine, or 17 or 18 right then. Same thing. Yeah, with, I'm, not, I'm not doing math during the movie. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to the... <laughs> I, I feel like you, I feel like you didn't had to, didn't have to add during the movie. I feel like you could have just end that with, <laughs> See, the, I don't those, do math. <laughs> I look at technical stuff for some strange reason and like that, I don't know. I can, I can forgive that. What I can't forgive is lines like something wicked this way comes because they wanted to force Macbeth into the transformation scene of Carnage. Like that was just a really bizarre line that I don't think Cletus would all of a sudden just blurt out as he's transforming to Carnage for the first time. I hated the fact that he said, let there be Carnage. Like, it, right. It, it's not necessary. The, it, the, the dialogue felt weird. It felt clunky. Mm-hmm. And then it just felt like the pacing was all over the place. Carnage didn't really get it. Like he did. There was some cool scenes. But then in the moment the scene was cool, they would then ruin it. Like, for example, Carnage escaping Ravencroft. Ra- Ra- or, no, he wasn't Ravencroft at the time. The, the maximum security prison when they were about to take him out yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly i see i see what you're doing over there mashko and that whole scene was great and then he became a goddamn tornado and i was like <laughs> yes yes you ruined it you ruined the whole thing you could have had him escape through the pipes you could have had there's so many cool things he could have done he could have shape-shifted he could have done a bunch of things but no instead he turned into a tornado a goddamn tornado <laughs> i saw a tasmanian devil <laughs> <laughs> like the, the you know the the Looney Tunes one, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is, you t- take, okay, take Carnage out of this for a second. Tell me some memorable scenes. I mean, I guess the uh, rave, just because the visual, stupid. the scene was dumb, but the visuals were cool. He looked cool with like the, with the glowiness on him. Like it that, was the, the second was best rave dance party uh, scene this year next to Ted Lasso's, you know. Whatever episode, uh, the, beard, the bearded, or bearded episode. after hours, which yeah. is by far the most, it's the best hour of any media that was released this year. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Number wow. one. I'm going to go to a stupid rave, have a big speech that no one knows what I'm talking about, and then I'm going to go sulk in a corner. What the, f- like, stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, Venom, Venom's super emotional, which is weird that the symbiote is emotional. <laughs> Normal Venom would be eating all those people. Because uh, mm, uh, he wants to be a hero. The whole thing, because this is where it's leading. This is the whole... Okay, so there's a reason they forged, they've like spoon-fed you Lethal Protector like three or four times throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Like they, we, could, we should be protecting people lethally. You said it! Oh, shut the... Wait, oh, shut well, you, we should be protecting people lethally. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's all because there's a, for anybody who's unaware, there's a very famous Venom arc, uh, Venom story called Leave the Protector, which is where he goes to San Francisco, which is what a lot of these are based on, where he becomes a hero and he teams up with Spider-Man during that time. This is after they teamed up for the, the, the Carnage event. So mm-hmm. it's their first time like teaming up outside of Carnage. So it's the fact that they keep saying he wants to be a hero, he wants to be a hero, and then let's just get into the whole reason anybody cares about this movie, that end credit scene where we finally see Spider-Man and then him licking him means that he's going to now take, this is where he's going to take his cues from Spider-Man. He's going to start swinging now because Spider-Man swings because he's going to look up to Spider-Man or something. Um, And then he is, um, uh, what's it called? And he's going to, he's going to want to be a vigilante like Spider-Man. So you're going to, I bet you he gets his symbol. He's going to look at the Spider-Man symbol and like, we can have a symbol. And then all of a sudden all those, Vein things on them, the white veins will then form into the Venom logo in the next movie. Guarantee you that happens. More toys. <laughs> I will put money that happens. What's up? More toys. Exactly. <laughs> Costumes. So there, there are a couple things with, with that end credit scene. Right before that actually happened, Venom is telling uh, Eddie that he wants to experience you know, what he's experiencing. And he says that you know, his mind basically goes across universes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when this shift actually happens and he sees Peter Spider-Man on the TV, he says that guy, which means the symbiote recognizes Spider-Man from the multiverse because other Venoms have seen Spider-Man. Uh, toe, toe, toe for grace. Right, exactly. So if, if they're connected like that, if they're connected to that degree, uh, then yeah, it's I think they are. I think they're they have a shared mind across the multiverse. So you can say other, even the Topher Grace one and other Venoms in the multiverse have seen Spider-Man. Sure, but the only one that we've ever seen on film is Topher Grace. So, right. and, and, you know, Topher Grace made that whole joke about he's going to show up in Spider-Man. Did you hear about that? Topher Grace yeah. in an interview said that he, he was like, somebody said, so are you going to be in Spider-Man? He's like, absolutely. And then I beat the hell out of Tom Hardy. Of course I would win. Uh, and then, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, but how funny would it be if Topher Grace actually does show up? Or Venom recognizes him because of throwing Topher Grace out there. He's like, well, you don't look like, you look younger than the other one. At, at this <laughs> point, I don't doubt anything. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all fair and, game at this point. And let's, 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 let's talk about the two major big theories with the, the end credit scene. So let's roll, roll, the, roll it back for a second, going back to what Huey was saying. The end credit scene, for anybody who didn't watch the movie and doesn't really care to watch it, because I don't blame you. Like, this is one of the few end credit scenes where I would say, just watch the end credit scene, you could skip the movie and you'd be fine. Because the end credit scene has nothing to do with the movie nothing they they are not connected in any which way it's just where he's located and at some point in the movie venom says he wants sand between his toes that is literally the connection between the end credit scene and the movie is sand between venom's toes so they uh, he goes to a beach he venom gets like they they bond they're they're connected they're you know they're bonded better i guess they're in uh, harmony and- Sure, there you go. And they're and they're taught they're watching daytime TV and Venom Venom starts telling them about the multiverse and that your brain couldn't fathom, you know, what our hive mind is experiences. I will let you see just a, just a little bit of what we've experienced across the universes. Uh, and then also there's a flash of white light, uh, and the whole room looks different, and there you go, Spider-Man's on TV. So the two big theories here, because he says the Venom symbiote says that wasn't me. The two big theories are, one, this is either taking place simultaneously as the new Spider-Man movie, and that the yellow white light we saw was the runes that the Doctor Strange was doing that, that uh, when he was using the spell from the trailer, uh, or two, the other option, is that when Loki 
destroyed the timeline and we saw those timelines branching out that we saw that they merge and cross over that there could literally be him tra- him being his universe merging with the normal timeline mm-hmm. so it's it also it could just be every all of the above it could be all of them yeah <laughs> um and, but the fact that it was yellow the fact that the yellow light happened would lead me to believe more towards doctor strange because it, the weirdest thing about the trailer when you when you try when you the way the way that it opens up with Jay Jonas Jameson talking about Spider-Man Spider-Man's Peter Parker blah, 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 and he, Spider-Man's standing there without his mask at no point have we seen him standing without his mask that a camera could have caught him correct Mm-hmm. Right. So that means that it would have to have happened sooner, which would lead me more to believe that it's in the uh, Spider-Man three in No Way Home than it would be connected to Loki because Loki would have. Well, I guess Loki doesn't really have a time frame. It's, it's definitely definitely. Mm-hmm. It's got it. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 the yellow light, I feel like, is the giveaway. But yeah. Venom now being. So here's here's where we move from here, at least in my opinion. We now ignore that the last two movies happened. <laughs> we Thank just you. ignore that and then we just move <laughs> forward with with good guy venom because eventually we do get good guy venom um the buddy cop thing is not going to go away it made too much money so it is it, that's how it is it's 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 going to be what it is um and it would be kind of funny to see the buddy cop with tom holland's spider-man involved uh because i don't see how he's going to handle that like that that's a nice little trio right there i think that would actually be funny but I feel like we will never get true, honest to goodness villain Eddie ever in the movie. Like Topher Grace was the closest we'll ever get to. And even that wasn't even really. That was. Mm. Unless, which would be kind of cool. Actually, you know what you could do? Okay, this could be kind of cool. You could <laughs> flip it on its head and you could just like how uh, Carnage gets some of the, the, um, the Venom symbiote. Sorry. Um, for anybody watching the YouTube video, my cat's tail keeps moving in front of the screen. Um, because for some reason, here it comes again. There you go. Um, anyway, you have Toby Maguire or not Toby Maguire, uh, Tom Holland meet, uh, I can't think of his name. Who plays Venom? I can't think of his name. Ed, I wanted to say Ed Boon. <laughs> so not Ed Boon. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy. So Tom Hardy and Tom Holland meet. With it being the most obvious name, I didn't think that was who you were going for for some reason, so I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, no, that's who I was going for. So the two of them meet. The, part of the Venom symbiote breaks free like it did with uh, Carnage. He then gets a black suit. We finally get the Venom suit with, on top of Spider-Man, which corrupts Spider-Man and flips the story on its head, where Spidey is now somewhat the bad guy, and Venom has to stop him. Takes back part of his suit, which would then give him the the logo and being able to swim with the webs, because part of his suit now knows, part of the the symbiote now knows what it's like to be Spider Man, which is why Venom acts the way he does anyway. And there's also a rumor now that when this does happen, it's not going to be Spider Man three. It's not going to be Venom Venom three. It's going to be a side movie, almost like the Miles Morales PS four game. It's gonna be a separate movie. It'll be a Spider-Man Venom movie, and that's that's the way that it should be done. But yeah, I agree. I, those two deserve a movie together. Yes, like they deserve their own movie. I, I, I agree. And Andy Serkis said that he doesn't really want to jump right into Spider-Man and uh, and Venom. He wants to explore Venom a little bit further. And we already know that they're setting up Toxin for a Venom three movie mm-hmm. anyway, which is what the the kind of end credit, not really end credit sees, but the the one detective. What's his name? Gilligan. Mulligan. <laughs> Mulligan. Gilligan. Which is what they're giving um, them on this video or this movie. 
Try, try again. Mulligan. Yeah. yeah. They're giving a, a mulligan on this movie. Ah, pretty much. Well, so to- so just like Carnage is a is a child of Venom, Toxin is a child of Carnage. So, and he's a, a symbiote who hates other symbiotes. So that that's who I believe. I mean, that's setting up the third movie, and you don't need to have t- Tom Holland in that one. I don't. I don't. You could probably. You know what they probably are doing? They're probably going to give us a multiversal Sinister Six esque team in the Spider Man No Way Home movie, which is going to create a in continuity six one six version of the Sinister Six that Tom Holland and Venom will have to fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we'll get like the greatest hits of Spider Man in Spider Man three, which will then give us a Sinister Six team, and Spider Man and Venom have to team up to fight them. Because we know Carnage isn't going to be in it. Because like a dumbass, you had his head bit off. Stupidest thing you could have done. Because you couldn't even. You can't even redeem the character now. You can't even make a better version of it because you decided. Now, sure, you had one f bomb, and you and that was the best place to use it. If you're going to use an f bomb, oh, yeah. you know, you know, beep this guy and bit his head off. <laughs> That's funny if it wasn't Carnage. If it wasn't Cletus Cassidy that you took out, which is one of the greatest villains in Marvel history, you killed him off like an MCU movie. Could have kept them around. Could have kept them around. Yeah, there could be a Cletus in the uh, Tom Holland universe now. So, Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So wait, so going back to what you said earlier, that we can just mulligan these two movies. <laughs> so the MC, so if, if, how does that work? So there is a Cletus Cassidy in the 616 universe. There has to be, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. There has to. Yeah. yeah. But there's no symbiote for him to get carnage. But he could technically run into Venom who ate the carnage symbiote. And maybe the Carnage symbiote wreck, like still like alive inside of him breaks out. And how? I mean, they're not going to go into codexes and stuff. That's just too much. Mm. That's just too much. But I, I'm surprised, oh, dude. Does the hive? Mind, I have to. I'd have to double check. I don't know for sure. But does the hive mind in the comics actually multiversal? I don't think I don't they think, are. I, I don't think it is. I really don't think they are. I feel like they mm-hmm. just wormed that word in there because they knew what the post credit scene was going to be. I think you're right. It's the hot. It's the hot name right now. Multiverse. Yep. Everything's a multiverse. Here, here's the bottom line. Venom, Venom, it's exactly like the first movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, to a T, it's the first movie. Uh, so if you liked the first movie, you're going to like this. Carnage is a disappointment if you're a Carnage fan. If you're not a Carnage fan, he's just Riot. He's Riot. What difference was him from Riot in the first movie? Not much. To be fair, I feel like Riot was, was even more brutal. Like... For example, in the first movie, when he makes those two like sickles out of his hands and like slices like eight people apart, that's a carnage move. If there's ever been a carnage move, that's the most <laughs> carnage thing I've ever seen. That was more carnage than carnage was. <laughs> carnage is now throwing people through walls, which to me is a riot thing. <laughs> like the character is a bulkier, bigger character. Why did we turn? <sighs> Although I did like the scene where that when they were burning down the old school. And you know, fighting the military there. That was that was cool. There were a lot of this is why mm-hmm. I say the movie's fun. We yeah. said this the on the last was show. Fine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, when it when it was time to be, and there were some very funny parts. There are times that the buddy cop formula between the two of them works very well. There are times that it's really dumb, but it there. I understand that you kind of have to other otherwise the symbiote has no purpose besides being a suit. Because here's the thing: as far as if you're a longtime Venom fan, Venom's Venom's personality didn't exist. It was just we. You were corrupted by it, and it was we once it was on you. That's it. Like, you didn't hear word bubbles or thoughts or 
And when it was the symbiote that was like the symbiote takes over Eddie and he talks, it's still just Eddie being pissed off. Like he's corrupted by the symbiote, but it's still very much Eddie. He's just influenced by the symbiote in him. It's not till much later in the comics that the, the symbiote actually comes out and talks like it does in the movie. Like that's that happens like what in the Vietnam or before the Vietnam book? Mm-hmm. And the Vietnam and, book was just recent. Right, that's what I mean. Like and there there were times that they were able to talk, like there was an inner monologue. But it was never to the degree that we're seeing here with the buddy cop, like the, the symbiote comes out and just like, rah, 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 rah. like they Andy Serkis made it a bigger point to say that on when the when he, when the you know Venom head came out that he wanted to make sure that there was he had better eyelids and lips to make it look more like he's talking to somebody, which you like I you know what was the best scene that, that we've seen Venom and Eddie conversing was when he saw himself in the truck in the in the, the his reflection of the window of the truck. Was it or a car in the first movie? They go mm-hmm. back to the first movie when he first gets the symbiote and he yeah. sees Venom in the reflection, and that's how they're talking. I could deal with that, like a Candyman kind of thing, where it's in his reflection and that's how they speak. Mm-hmm. But the whole it comes out of him, like oh here here's a great great example. Carnage gets thrown against the wall by Venom while he's in a cage before he turns into Carnage. You're gonna tell me there was no cameras to see the giant inky thing come out of your body and hold <laughs> your 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 prisoner up against the wall? Nobody saw that. Even nope. Carnage didn't see that happen. Are you kidding me? It, uh, there's just things about this movie that makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. And you and normally I would blame like Fox. I blame Fox's editing team, or I blame. Warner Brothers editing team, but I feel like the fault of this falls on Andy Serkis. And if you're going to tell me that uh, Tom Hardy wrote some of it, part of the fault's on his shoulders as well. Here's here's the good news about about Kevin Feige now being involved. There's going to be quality wrongs. Quality control is going to be a, that's what that man does. He does quality control. That's pretty much it. He's like, nope, people are going to hate that. <laughs> what was the scene with the uh, the computer? Uh... Oh God! <laughs> that, oh, that bothers me so much. Okay, so th- there's the, the, yeah. that yeah. actually happened in the books. It's I don't know if it's an incontinuity book. It was a it was a graphic novel I used to own that it was Venom vs. Mm-hmm. Carnage. Essentially, it's a Venom vs. Carnage book. And in that book, Carnage is able to send his symbiote through the internet to kill people. And it was back when the internet was new, so you could get away with stupid stories like that. But you can't <laughs> do that anymore. There are some things that you can't just pull from the past when we didn't truly understand things and then throw them into the present when we do and just expect it to make sense. The fact that the, that, the, the, the Carnage symbiote had software compatible with that computer in order to change the interface of what he was looking at was the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen. And we're talking about the Venom 2 movie where he was at a rave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That was the dumbest scene of the movie. And I get it. Is it worse than uh, Tobey Maguire uh, dancing? Yes, I, I say it is. I say it makes, it makes less sense than Tobey Maguire dancing. Put that up as a poll. <laughs> What's the dumber scene? Hacking the internet with the Carnage symbiote? Or, no. Or, <laughs> no. Or dancing as Toby? T- dancing Toby as Toby versus Venom in a Rave. Oh, oh, those two. With the, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking well, production you, stuff. I mean, we'll, first we'll, off, you, the <laughs> winner of all of this is is uh, Baron Zemo. The the winner of true. the rave dance scene <laughs> is Baron Zemo, hands down. So this isn't really a poll that needs to happen because if you answer one or the other, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so just throw that out there. 
So yeah, okay. Let's wrap this up because who cares? It's this yes, movie please. does not does not deserve <laughs> more than the thirty minutes that the show is supposed to have. It's a, it's not a bad movie if you've got nothing else to do. You've got some money to burn. You don't care about well, maybe your theater doesn't require a mask. So there you go. Uh, but if you don't, it doesn't bother you. Go see it. It's worth it's worth that just for the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. And there are some times that Carnage is a lot of fun. But most of the movie, especially if you're a longtime Venom and Carnage fan, is just going to leave you feel underwhelmed and disappointed. Because there's a goddamn tornado in it. <laughs> Catch it as a matinee. Don't don't see it in IMAX. Don't see it in RPX or you know 3D. All that garbage. Just see a standard or you know less than yep. ten bucks. And it's I mean it's worth that. It's worth you know spending an you hour know, and a half watching if, it. Look, if if your question is whether or not you can see a different movie, like you say you can only see one movie this mm-hmm. month, it's not Venom. Go on, no. go on YouTube. Google the post credit scene because it has nothing. Because again, it won't spoil the movie. <laughs> if you watch the post credit scene, it has nothing to do about spoiling the movie. Doesn't spoil a damn thing. It's true. <laughs> so you can watch the post credit scene, uh, get caught up with what's actually important, and uh, act like the movie didn't exist, or wait till it comes to a streaming service. I guess who gets it? Who gets Sony streaming stuff? Mm, I'm not mm. sure. Because the Spider Man still aren't on Disney, right? No, and I don't think they will be. I think they're on Netflix. Uh, so Venom might go to Netflix. Shoot, I, I they were on there. Oh, you know what? I have it in whatever iTunes. So never mind. You know what's a better? You know what's better worth your time? Which I never thought I'd say. Maybe it's not. No, it is. Is the the finale of What If? <laughs> the finale to What If was better as than of this, movie. Uh, this moment right now. I haven't seen it yet. So same here. I'm gonna watch it not, in a few minutes. When it's we're done. not bad. You both. You're both. Well, no, Moshko's gonna hate it. You, I'll you're, love it. you're 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 gonna be it. fine. You're yeah. gonna be well because you and I like continuity. He doesn't, so he's gonna hate this. I mean, if it makes, <laughs> so, if it makes sense and it's not forced, then you know it, the whatever. whole show is forced. This is the most forced show well, you can possibly make. That's why I'm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low on my uh, totem pole. But I I enjoyed the finale. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. that, I think that's more worth your time than Venom Two is. I think you could just stay home and binge all of What If and have a better time than going to see Venom. 2. And I don't think What If's all that great. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's probably bottom of the barrel of Marvel shows. So far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think the only thing I would hate more is probably Agents of Shield. Yeah. You know, there was a there was a quote recently from Kevin Faye, I believe, who said we're gonna be taking a lot of chances. So there might be some real pieces of crap coming out of that production studio. I don't like that. That's 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 how you get you you get purple glowy fist, Miss Marvel. Stop doing that. Mm. Look, I just gave you credit about saying your con your your quality control, and you're no longer controlling that quality. Need I need you to get back on like ignore the Star Wars stuff. John Favreau, I know is is all about you doing a Star Wars trilogy right now. Ignore them. Mm. The MCU needs you now more than ever. To be true yeah. to what made the MCU great and not make it what you think people are going to like. Yeah. I mean, if they're taking chances like WandaVision, then awesome. That's, that'll be fun. If they're not going to go a different way, like maybe Loki. WandaVision, eh. WandaVision captures multiple different comic lines and keeping it pretty close to who those characters are. Not only that we've seen in the MCU, but what they can potentially do and who they are in the comic. Having glowy McPurple fist. Miss Marvel is such a deviation of who that character is that it, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not a risk that you should be taking. Like, making that show is a risk. 
mm-hmm. changing everything that made that character popular and 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 valuable to Marvel is is a dumb risk. It's a it's a is a stupid. There's no reason for it. There's no reason well, for that risk. People would argue that her character itself isn't her powers. It's her. So as long as they don't change her as a person, might be okay. Mm. Hopefully. As much as I would agree with you, Peter Parker is more important than Spider-Man. I do agree yeah. with that. And I would say Kamala Khan is more important than Miss Marvel. I also don't think you can mess around with the, the formula that made it work. I agree. I'm just saying people might argue that Kamala is more important. Okay. So. <laughs> it's a fine line right there. It's. Well, here, like when they when they when they when they mess around with Steppenwolf and they make Steppenwolf more than Steppenwolf is in the Justice League movie, right? When they who's another uh, who's another character that they don't care if they change, right? But that, that, that's the problem. They we don't care. There exactly. There are characters that you can have fun, play around with, go nuts because nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Go nuts. Like honestly, all of the changes with Shang Chi were were welcomed changes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Right. Shang Chi was an example of you making changes and risks done beautifully because that character needed those changes in the first place. Do not take characters that do not need changing and change them just for the hell of it. If you are, if you're going to change Kamala Khan to force fit her into Captain Marvel, which is bad to begin with, you've already lost. If anything, Captain Marvel should have to adapt to Miss Marvel. I mean, they should take note with Venom then. Don't change something. <laughs> yeah, well, Venom, Venom's biggest problem is the fact that it's... If, honestly, if you made Venom rated R, if you made this rated oh, R and Carnage yeah. was done properly, mm-hmm. then I could forgive almost every mistake of this movie. The fact that they, bru- they brutally ruined... I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm being overdramatic. The fact that they, they did not give me Carnage and they gave me PG-13 Carnage... Like, this is Carnage from, like... No, it's not even that. Carnage in the animated series is scarier than this Carnage. This Carnage just wow. looks, he just looks scarier. He isn't actually scarier because he's not indiscriminately going nuts. He's got a plan. Like he wants, it, everything's about Shriek, which is weird. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Not, it's not the MO of Carnage to me. She's a byproduct. She's someone that follows him around because he doesn't care. <laughs> It's, it's the Harley Quinn syndrome, and then it's Joker. A, that's a hundred percent what it is. Although they did say mutation, yes, they did. They, they did, did say mutation. They did. So I mean, that's kind of cool. But again, so then basically, if you bring that whole universe into the MCU, she's the first mutant that we know of. But did she did she move with Venom, or did Venom move on his own? Like, right. did the whole That's, universes right. merge, or is it just mm-hmm. because? Remember, this now we're going back into we got this covered. I'm thinking Venom just moved. <laughs> well, remember, I told you we said I said this before. Remember, I said we got this covered might deserve a little credit because, like, damn near a year ago, they said Spider-Man No Way Home was going to be characters from other universes getting pulled into the Marvel universe. Doctor Strange having to figure out what to do with them, and then grabbing Sp- uh, Spider-Man because it turns out that they have a connection to Spider-Man. That was, the, that was something that they said was going to happen right. in a script a year ago. And it seems like that's all coming true. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this end credit scene seems to confirm that even more because it looks like Venom just jumped universes. That does not necessarily mean every Venom character has. Correct. Yeah. So there's another rumor floating around that kind of coincides with this stuff um, with what the second trailer of No Way Home is going to be. 
Like mm. it's it's a someone wrote out exactly what's happening, and I hope it's not true. I, I won't mention it, right? You well, know, if no. you guys want to look it what? up, go now, ahead. What? Now you, no, now no, you no, 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 no. What? Hmm. Say it. <laughs> no. What is, what is the rumor? The rumor is the trailer is basically going to show everybody, everybody in it. <laughs> That's dumb. Including That's dumb. Rhino. Oh, let which let, we said let, we want to see, it, and it should happen. So that better happen. First off, what what's his name? I can't think of his Paul name. Giamatti. Paul Giamatti deserves so much more than he has. Don't you think Paul Giamatti? Oh, yeah. should be a bigger star than he is. He's huge. I don't know. To me, Paul Giamatti hasn't been a big star in a long time. Billions is one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, Sideways, I watch. There, Sideways is a, an There's a handful movie. of movies that I have to watch at least once every year. Do you think Sideways got him a lot of money? No, but it got no. him notoriety. Oh, sure. But my point is, is that that dude is not like at the uh, the 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 level of fame that I believe he should be for the talent that he brings. To That's fair. I I agree. Because he is he's phenomenal in everything. He's mm-hmm. what remember shoot him up. He's the best part of shoot him up. Mm-hmm. And that's not a very good movie, but he's outstanding in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Menti. I think on that note, you should do that thing. We're going to get out of here like a tornado. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Don't hurt her. Oh God. If Cletus Cassidy pleading for somebody's life is the stupidest thing. And did Michelle Williams just need a paycheck? Like she didn't do anything in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a it's, shame because she's also one of those type of actors. It's yeah. it's it's uh, they need they needed a conflict. Yeah, they they needed to pad the runtime. That's a lot of the actors in this movie are there solely to pad the runtime. Yeah, and this runtime's not even that long. Because the movie doesn't yeah. does, it, does <laughs> the movie feel does it feel connected? It doesn't really. It feels like a just disjointed mess. <sighs> It just feels like like the movie should be he accidentally creates carnage, carnage escapes, and goes on a killing spree, and he has to then stop it. That should be the movie. <laughs> like It should be the most clear-cut, simple, basic movie you could possibly make. It's really hard to mess this up. You just show Carnage doing some crazy stuff and Venom being... Because Venom is wildly overpowered when it comes to Carnage. Like wildly overpowered by Carnage. Yeah. And yet, one fight, they're done. And he bites his head off. It was 97 minutes was the runtime. That's not long and at all. It's 97 minutes, and they padded most of it. Yeah. It wasn't even like that time was important. Take all the crap out. So it's, it's less than an hour. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You would have given that thing commercials? Yeah. Uh, it's it 97 it, minutes. Yeah. I would almost argue that it's not short. Like a standard movie is 90 minutes. I think we've all kind of gotten away from that because Marvel's yeah. pumping out three-hour films. But, but comic book movies haven't been standard time in over 10 years i mean give me an hour and 45 they're usually about two hours off the bat yeah for Mm -hmm. for more i'm just thinking movies in general to me they're hour 45 for comic book movies not marvel you guys keep saying marvel no 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 comic book movies in general because they need it there's so much there's a lot of story they're trying to tell this for some reason they didn't really know what the story was so they gave us this whole venom hate <laughs> venom doesn't like eddie and they're fighting and they break he, he breaks his nose a couple time and runs away like that's that's good 30 minutes of the movie sounds like, like the plot to an old dawson's creek episode <laughs> <laughs> michelle williams 
Wow. Oh my God. Venom right. Venom on Venom on Carnage Creek. That's the name of this issue. <laughs> Venom on Carnage Creek. I, I, I have to apologize. I did it again. I bring up one little tidbit and then we go on for another ten minutes about it. So Thanks, Moshko. Mentee, you can find the show Welcome thing. to Fireside everywhere online. That's a Welcome to Fireside. Your social media choice unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. You can also go to YouTube, which is Welcome to Fireside as well. Go to Moshko Collects. Go ahead and pay some buy some stuff. He's got toys behind him currently. Go are those available? Buy the toys sure. that are behind him. Be in my collection soon. Go, all right, baby. Baby Huey bought those already, but go ahead and buy yourself one. Uh, and then so continue to support the show. Listen, like, comment, share. All that stuff is uh, cannot stress how much how vital that is to the survival of this show. So the more you do it, the better. Uh, yeah, thank you for those yep. that do. And once again, I'm Menti. Moving on, I'm Mashko, and uh, believe it or not, we don't have a MySpace account. Uh, if you want us to have one, I guess we can do wow. it. Wow. A mice, a mice, what? I've been running with that little tidbit at the end of every episode saying go to our MySpace page, which doesn't exist. Anyway. And I'm Huey. So this is, this is where that joke, this, this is where that yeah. joke dies. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's been dead. I, I saw the hand coming out of the, the ground, but no, we just pushed it back down there. Toying around live. Check it out. Right, Huey? <laughs> oh, and then heels. You guys are going to do that again at some point. Right? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sum up the end of the season there. I like how that was supposed to be like a bi-weekly, a weekly show. Oh, it's supposed to be <laughs> and, and, and now it's, uh, now it's yeah, when it's over, we'll tell you what we thought. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. see we, we have to eye up what the next show's going to be. The amount what, of shows that we've about. started and just never, it's, ama- it's, amazed that, yes. it's amazing that Fireside Chats has gone on for over five years when we've had like six other shows not last two recordings. <laughs> I mean, Toying Around had two reboots. <laughs> We're we're currently working on the third. We had it. We, Production we had an, on that one's a little harder. Yeah, we had an anime show with features. We had a wrestling show with uh, you and one other person. We had the the Walking Dead show. We had Toying Around. So that's four shows already. Then you got the Heel show. That's five. And then and then and then the actual show Fireside Chats is six. We've done six shows and only one has continued. <laughs> Wait till everybody sees what's next. Oh, yep. And who knows how many recordings that will get through. (laughs) One? Yeah. Deuces. 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 Peace.